Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We are in eclipse season. It is a full moon, blood moon, a full blood moon eclipse coming up on October 28th. It's witchy. It's um, pointing to the unseen. It's the last one on the Scorpio-Taurus axis. That's really stunning. There's a couple of feminine archetypal energies that are really helpful to lean into. I love the practice at the end with Hecate, Queen of the Witches. Um, So stay tuned for that. Uh, Really a great time to release, to let go, um, to detox, to purge, to purify. You can think detoxing on a physical level, energetic level, emotional level, mental level. (laughs) Um, That's really powerful during this particular full moon eclipse. Uh, Let me see if I can feel into giving you all a little something extra that I maybe didn't touch on. Um, I'm looking at my notes really quickly. Um, Gosh, I don't want to go into that. That's like the scary stuff. We do talk about that. There's a lot of energy um, at this particular eclipse in Scorpio, Mars, God of War, (laughs) Scorpio, mixed with Mercury, the mind, uh, and the sun, right? All in Scorpio, which obviously during a full moon, it's opposing the moon who's conjunct with Jupiter. That's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. So maybe if there's something in addition that I can share here is find really good outlets for this enormous amount of energy. And it might be showing up for you that you're just exhausted. It might show up that you're not even tapping into the energy because it's so much. So take really good care of yourself. But I would absolutely advise, I don't want to advise, um, I would invite... I know I'll be doing this, I have been doing this, and I will continue to do this throughout this eclipse portal, is moving energy every day. You know, for some of us, that's like a good sweat. For some of us, it's like a body-based movement, um, like a somatic movement, like our body wisdom activation workshop. Some of you I know have that. Doing that kind of a movement, intuitive moving, But the invitation is to move energetics a little bit deeper than just uh, working up a good sweat, like going for a walk or doing a workout um, or lifting weights. But like, okay, if I were going to move energy from my belly, how do I do that? So Scorpio is stagnation. That's like the, the tricky part to work with Scorpio is stagnation. And so invitation here to just... Find ways to move energy every day. Find ways to move it beyond the mind. Um, So this is a Taurus full moon. Move energy in the body, like life force moving through the body. How do you move energy through your cells? How do you move energy through your bones? How do you move energy through your blood? All of this is doable, by the way. How do you move energy through your chakras? How do you move it through your belly, your womb, your heart, your throat, your mouth, your eyes? Um, that's going to be really powerful. And I think that's the little additional (laughs) um, share that I'd love to just weave in here. All right. Um, This is a big loaded, loaded episode. So I will leave you here and just invite you to get, get every last drop of goodness out of this and really let this be a moment in time that propels you down the destiny line, your destiny line. Let it be a moment in time that just aligns you so deeply with your true north that you can't help but be in like joy and bliss and goodness. Um, We talk more about that in the episode. (laughs) All right, enjoy. What are the big themes? What are the big archetypal players? What's going on? What's being asked of us? How evolutionary is this is a really good question to ask ourselves. Eclipses? are a time of destiny. They're a fated moment in time. Something that I can share right off the bat to kind of lean into this being a life's cheat sheet, right? So all of these astrology reports or these conversations about the current energetics that are going on around us 
are to hopefully give you an inside scoop on here's the weather of the cosmos. Here's I'm standing in a, this would be like a lightning storm. <laughs> I'm standing in a lightning storm in the middle of the dark and the flashes of lightning are illuminating something for me. That's kind of how we could feel into this as the current astrological weather pattern. But the whole aim is to give you a ton of resources, a ton of reflective questions, a ton of things to feel into all for the purpose of evolution, right? Your evolution, your ultimately your greatest expression of self, right? Especially uh, to lean into that during an eclipse season. Eclipses are... Uh, I was going to say very spiritual moments in time, which they definitely are. They can be very awakening. Spiritual in a sense that they align us with soul, right? They, they, they'll, <laughs> they'll like traverse into the physical realm and move things around in ways that maybe the unseen can't necessarily permeate into the physical. And so relationships, people, things, places, events, like why, like I had two wild, crazy things happen to me just this morning. And it's a couple days before the peak of this full moon eclipse. And it was like, what kind of Jupiter grace bomb is this? So Jupiter's in the mix. Um, Jupiter's conjunct the moon in Taurus on this particular eclipse. That's blessings. It's also expanded. It also makes it bigger. So if you feel into, it's already a full moon, it's already an eclipse. Yes, it's a partial eclipse, but it's a full moon eclipse conjunct Jupiter. That's big. So you can kind of feel into this moment in time of, it's a big moment in time for all of us. Here's the little caveat though. If we don't mm, turn our attention to what's being revealed to us will miss the magic. There's a lot being revealed during eclipse seasons. Sometimes it's really in our faces, like we get fired or a relationship ends or someone dies. Those are really kind of common events that happen in eclipses, but it's not always loud in our faces like that. Sometimes it's more subtle. Sometimes it's that we need to take a moment, this would be a really good practice during this full moon eclipse, to take a moment and go over the last, you could say two weeks, um, when that new moon eclipse happened, you could say month, you feel into what feels right for you. You could go four, four weeks and two weeks, you know, over the last month, what's been the theme in my life or the themes? Like, what is it that just kind of keeps showing up? Where has my attention been pulled. Some of this will be extraordinarily subtle. And there's many reasons for this. One of the reasons is because it's on the Scorpio-Taurus axis. This is a very interesting axis for the nodes of fate. So eclipses are always linked to the nodes of fate. The nodes are nodal points of the moon. We don't need to get into that. But they're in on a particular axis. They're always opposite to each other. So this is the last. They're there for 18 months. This is the last of the Taurus-Scorpio eclipses. They won't come back to this axis for another eight, nine years, right? So for another eight, nine years, this is the ending. It's the ending of this axis. And I want to talk a lot about how this might be showing up for you because it's like the last chance, the last go around, the last look, the here's what you maybe missed the first, you know, 18 months of eclipses that I've been giving you, you know, uh, here, like quit, get it. Um, so we kind of want to keep the door open to that. And I'll give a ton of examples to that. That's a really good time to get like reflective, like reflective questions. And maybe I can get us into some, I don't know, embodiment practices that can help us. Embodiment is really, really powerful at this moment in time. It's on the Taurus axis. Taurus is the body. It's earth. I mean, if there was one sign that I would say is most associated, I, eh, uh, Virgo jumps into my mind too, but um, two signs that I would say are most associated with the body, with our physicality, it would be Taurus and Virgo. And this being a Taurus 
full moon, Jupiter being conjunct this Taurus full moon, embodiment practices like somatic practices, moving our bodies, doing body scans, going into our bodies for wisdom, womb practices, crazy powerful. So if you've got any kind of womb awakening practices, womb healing practices, womb exploration practices, for those of you who just jumped in on Medicine Woman Mysteries, that is a lot of womb stuff. Um, some of you have, uh, it used to be called Birthing a New World, actually. That's a lot of womb stuff. Our Medicine Woman workshop is really good for this too. So is the mother workshop. So if you're like, I don't know, womb stuff's calling to me, Sabrina. What do I do? Um, those two workshops are still open. Uh, the other one, Medicine Woman Mysteries, is closed. And Mystery School, Mystery School, we've got a lot of practices in there too, but... I don't know if you're ready for that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, doors are wide open to mystery school. Um, should that be singing to anybody? We'll put details to that below too. Um, all right. Let's feel back into this embodiment. Um, so outside of those kind of rewilding journeys, what are good body-based practices that we can do? This is really supportive. I'm going to talk about some of the challenging stuff and what we can do to kind of get into the challenging stuff. So some of the challenging stuff, there are gifts to be revealed there. Like there's shadow work going on. Eclipses are always a shadow work time. I mean, shadow work is crazy powerful during eclipses. Crazy powerful because it's, especially when it's on the Scorpio-Taurus axis, Scorpio is the sign of the unconscious. It's the sign of the shadow. Like it is the sign of the shadow. And we have this last opportunity before the nodes shift for good into the next sign, which is the Aries-Libra axis. I talked about that in the last video. If you want to know more about that, go check out that. That was the last eclipse video, the new moon eclipse that I did. So it's interesting, right? We had one eclipse that hopped into the new sign. And now this full moon eclipse, like it's culmination, it's the end. It hopped back like, okay, cool. Here's a taste of what's new. That was the last one. Might be good to go reflect on what happened for you two weeks ago. Here's a taste of the new and then whoosh, let's take a step back and see what haven't we cleaned up, let go of purified. Scorpio is a really powerful sign of purification, detoxing. This is an awesome time if we're talking about embodiment practices and how to support ourselves. Really good time to be doing physical detoxes, food detoxes, energy detoxes, right? Um, slow down, empty out your environment, empty out your mind, empty out your body, like really let, um, let a purging happen. But it's, it's not like a, I mean, you can start with something like cleaning your closet. That's a good kind of doorway into deeper purging. But this is like, depths, like purging from the depth. Scorpio is purging from the depths. Now let's talk a little bit more about this Scorpio. Like why do you keep bringing up Scorpio, Sabrina? I thought this was a full moon in Taurus. What the hell? Full moons, it's opposite. The sun is opposite. The sun is in Scorpio. We have a lot of scorpionic energy happening, right? This is the node of fate is in Scorpio. The south node, that's past life territory. It's stunning. This is stunning. Past life ancestral lines in the unconscious, in the hidden shadow work. Go for it, right? If you're at all called to be doing shadow work, unconscious healing, ancestral line healing, go for it. Our eclipse workshop, we just opened that. You get to do that there and you get to work the north node, like where you're headed to. We call it rewilding your destiny because you work in that south node territory, that unconscious shadow territory, which is Scorpio. And then you move along that destiny line to where it is that you're headed. What is my purpose in life? What is my greatest unfolding? Workshop's 47 bucks, right? Like it's, it's, it's a crazy good journey. I remember one of the rewilding, uh, one of the women on the rewilding team, she was like, Sabrina, you just like gave away the house. Like if you just did this one workshop all the time with anything, you wouldn't have to do anything else. <laughs> I don't totally agree with that. Um, but I do think that it is really juicy and really powerful. Uh, and it's a journey you can keep doing and you keep getting more gifts and more gifts and more gifts and more gifts and releasing more of what's in the shadow. Um, anyways, you'll find the details of that below. It's only open until the eclipse. So we'll close it the night of the 28th. So hopefully you're listening to this if you're interested in that journey uh, before the 28th when the doors close. All right. 
Uh, so let's feel back into Scorpio. What's all going on in Scorpio? So we just talked about the south node is in Scorpio. Uh, last of the eclipses, that's huge. That's very powerful. Won't be back on that axis for eight, nine years and won't be back where it is the south node in Scorpio for another double bat 18 years, right? So this is, it's, it's an ending. Whoosh, <laughs> it's an ending. Uh, also in Scorpio, sorry, I have to like close my eyes to like see the chart, which is burned into my brain. <laughs> also in Scorpio, conjunct the sun is Mercury, the mind. This is, this is crazy. So like the mind can understand and comprehend more of the unconscious, more of the hidden, what resides in your shadow than it normally can. That's crazy beautiful right crazy beautiful now here's here's the other here's the other wild aspect intense like this is intense this brings passion to this territory mars is conjunct mercury and they are both conjunct the sun on this eclipse mars war war god of war warrior but if we were to look at i mean we can look at the shadow side which i'm kind of anticipating things will get heightened around war, around conflict, around I'm right, you're wrong, let's bring more fuel to the already <laughs> uh, challenging situations that we're in in some parts of the world, in some parts of the country, in some parts of government, in some parts of ourselves, in our relationships, right? As within, so without, as above, so below. So that's getting intensified. It's adding fuel to the fire. Uh, it's a little, <laughs> we should pray a lot. <laughs> we should love a lot in this moment. Uh, love and pray and send blessings and whatever kind of actions that we're all called to take in the world to offset an intensification of uh, Mars and Scorpio conjunct Mercury conjunct a full moon eclipse in Scorpio Taurus axis. Just I don't know, right? I'm not I'm not an oracle a seer sometimes, but not in this not in this instance. Um, but let's bring it back to the positive side, right? So all expressions, all archetypal energies. There's always. A positive side there's a more <laughs> there's a lower level of expression let's just say that and then there's a higher level of expression higher level of expression if we were gonna go to the wisdom right the wisdom expression of Mars conjunct Mercury conjunct the Sun in Scorpio on a full moon eclipse right we're gonna feel into that energy and it's like Mars is in his home sign Scorpio Mars like that's warrior but if you were to feel into a um, like a Shaolin warrior, uh, a warrior for, for the good of the all of everything, right? Heart aligned warrior, soul aligned warrior. Now you start to feel into wisdom warrior, right? Like wisdom warrior. It's like that warrior has gone beyond ego desires. That warrior is now fighting a fight for the greatest good of the all right? That's an aspect to lean into and feel into that for yourself too. Your warrior is going to be loud. Like there is a lot of juice behind the warrior in Scorpio and the mind can understand and comprehend also and be part of strategizing. So in Scorpio, Mars in that particular home sign, right? Mars has a couple home signs, but one of them is Scorpio. It's more direct, right? If you think of Scorpio, it's the scorpion. It's like that tail, right? The scorpion tail. When it goes, it's like one and done. And it, but it takes its sweet time, right? It's patient. And it's like, all right, when do I make my move? When do I make my move? I'm not going to waste any time. I'm not going to waste any time. I'm not going to waste any time. Whoosh, right? <laughs> and, and it strikes. Boom, done. Um, and so that's a really beautiful energy for us to lean into in our personal lives, right? It's a powerful energy. My invitation here <laughs> is, and this is, right, I wish like the whole of the world could listen to this invitation, but it's an invitation to be striking from the high 
highest place we can. So feel into that for your life. This is really, this is really powerful. Don't waste energy during this eclipse, but strike from the highest place you can. What does that mean? From the most soul aligned place you can, the highest vibrational place that you can get to, your truest true north that you can get to. Strike from that place, right? It's like, this is what will light me up, follow your bliss, Joseph Campbell, right? This is north node, it's faded. We're all headed toward our greater evolution. So follow your bliss, follow your true north, follow your, you know, what lights you up, what turns you on, right? Follow that, what turns you on. That's where you strike. That's, don't waste energy in all the other stuff, right? Don't waste energy in all the other stuff because there's going to be a lot of distraction going on. That's the other thing that I'm kind of feeling in this particular eclipse is just like distraction, distraction, distraction. But let that Mercury conjunct Mars, conjunct the sun in Scorpio, let it direct your energy. Let it give you directional focus. This could be an amazing time to launch something. I know it's a full moon, right? It could be a really amazing time to start to plan, to start to feel into what and where am I striking next? Now here's the other thing. With the North Node in Taurus, and the moon in Taurus and Jupiter in Taurus, right? Eclipse, full moon eclipse, all this Taurian energy. It's like you're planning on where you're gonna strike based on what it is that lights you up the most, that is most purposeful, most fulfilling for you. Um, if you're more associated with the feminine, which by the way, we gotta talk a lot about feminine archetypes coming up, the feminine energy, cause it's witchy, like it's witchy, it's truth, Filled. It's stunning and it's glorious and I love it. Um, so we're going to get there in a minute. But if we were to feel into uh, this, this Taurus energy and from this place of like strategic planning and really leaning into what I am destined for, like what are you destined for? This is just what I'm here for. Right. Uh, this is feel into that. That's North Node. That's your true North. That's your soul's expression. This is just what I'm built for. This is just what I'm here for. This is what lights me up. This is what turns me on. This this is the thing that brings me the most amount of fulfillment. Now, if you're really associated with the feminine, right? This is what huh, what brings me the most love. Right. It's not just what brings me the most purpose. That's more of a masculine feel. Some of us, for us to get to our true purpose, it's that we need to lean into what does love want to do through me, with me, for me, right, in my life. And so you lean into that question of what turns me on as a result of the most amount of love flowing, right? What What is it uh, you feel into that? And it's like, what lights me up? But it's like, what what makes the most amount of love move in my life, right? That's a, that's, most of us don't sit with that question. So even if you're not very identified with feminine essence, you know, you're like, nah, I actually like really lean into my masculine. Try that question. Try it. That is a great question during this particular eclipse. Because Taurus, Taurus is feminine, Taurus is Venus, right? You have the moon, you have Jupiter, and we have the north node in Taurus for the last time. That's Venusian, that's feminine, it's love. How does love want to flow, right? There too, it's not either or, right? This isn't like ask yourself, what brings me the most amount of purpose or what brings me the most amount of love? It's what brings me the most amount of purpose and love. Purpose and love. We get to have it both. We just sometimes don't think we can, or we just haven't turned the dial and focused on love. It's been devalued. But that's, for many of us, that's what we're here for. Like, that's what you came here for. That's what your soul is most longing for, is love. Like, greatest expressions of love, whatever that is. Maybe you have animals and you love animals. Maybe it's your gardening and you love plants and that's what makes the flow of love happen. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's you build a team and that's love. Maybe it's, you know, like this is love for me. This is love. Rewilding is love. 
all the circles we run, that is love. To me, that is what fills my heart. That is how I get to pour love. That is how I get to feel love. That is one of my most favorite expressions of love. And it's crazy fulfilling for me. Crazy fulfilling for me. From a standpoint of purpose, it, it feels very purposeful. It gives me <laughs> the sense of, I'm trying to feel into masculine words. It gives me the sense of accomplishment. It gives me the sense of purpose. And in that, accomplishment purpose it also gives me a sense of peace i get to like empty out peace empty out into the nothingness it's like i am so empty i have given all i have given my gift i have given all this is what we're headed toward this is north node this is destiny right this is eclipse this is headed toward our north node the whole if we're ever like what is my sole purpose it's this but it's to find out what it is that brings you to those states that state of totally empty, I've given my gift and I am in absolute peace, right? Or, <laughs> it doesn't have to be or, it can be both and. I know for some of us, it's very much both and. For me, it's very much both and. It's, um, <laughs> I am so connected with my north node, right? With what I came here to do that I'm so full. Like, I'm so full. There's so much love full love flowing. I am full of life. I am full of love. Like the life force just flows everywhere and love flows everywhere. And I feel full. My cup runneth over. I'm so full of love. So simultaneously, isn't this crazy? This is crazy. I love when I have these like expanded experiences of this and it's, it's like at the end of a retreat or uh, the end of a big long program or even at the end of this conversation, right? Because this video is so aligned for me. Like being here with you in this way, doing this is so fucking aligned. I will end and I will be full of bliss, full of joy, full of love, full of life force. And I will feel totally peaceful, blissful, empty, empty in a state of nothingness of like, ah, I have given everything. <laughs> Even the dog agrees that that's a good idea, right? Even the dog's like, yeah, I second that. You should see this crazy lady after she gets finished, right? It's just, um, it's this, it's a, find that. Right? <laughs> if there's anything that I could share with you or anything that I wish that I could bestow upon every single person on this planet, you, my family, my friends, the people I don't know, the people who don't know Rewilding or me, it would be that. It would be that like that this is possible and i didn't know it i didn't know it right when i was younger like i lived a half alive life totally unaligned with who i am and my purpose and what i can't i was selling chemicals <laughs> i had a corporate job selling chemicals to pharmaceutical companies to food companies yeah that was my job not fulfilling at all <laughs> so i always say if i could do this Anyone can find this. It takes some stripping back though. And that's part of what this full moon eclipse is. That's part of what this death, these endings is all about. So let's talk a little bit more now about the astrology and this full moon eclipse and lunar eclipses and this ending stuff. It's the, the great, I was writing these words earlier. And it was like, this is the great unbecoming. It's like unbecoming everything that you're not. How much can you let this full moon strip you bare, right? Strip you of roles that are not meant for you. Strip you of masks that you're wearing that are not you. Strip you of responsibilities that you've taken on that are not aligned for you. They don't bring you joy. They don't light you up. They don't fulfill you. For instance, you're a caretaker for your mom. Let's just say that. Let, I don't know why we're using this example. You're a caretaker for your mom. For one person, that will be the most aligned thing. They will feel so full of love and they will also feel so aligned with their purpose. It is absolutely their um, greatest expression of self in this life. But for others, it will be a jail sentence, a prison sentence. It, it will dim their light it will dull their shine it will <laughs> they will be counting the days until it's done this is something hard right sometimes we have to make really hard choices during an eclipse um, during these full moon lunar eclipses on the last right on the last point of scorpio which is death scorpio is death right 
And but Taurus is like birth. Taurus is like fertile. It's what are the seeds you're planting? So I would say like yes, it's a it's a full moon culmination, the endings. But um, what are you carrying around still that you knew you wanted to drop or you knew you need to drop or you know you need to let go, but you're not yet? That's going to get painful if you haven't. Some of us, you know, we're like, Phew, man, like, I've been naked for a long time standing in this moonlight. I have I've been stripped bare. I have let go of so much of the false. Um, here's a part that I want to share, though. Um, because of this Scorpio Taurus, right? Because it's so Scorpionic, it's also so unseen. So this is a great conversation. You're like, okay, what do I need to let go of my relationship? No, that's fine. My career? No, that's fine. But guess what? This is asking to go a layer deeper, a layer deeper. What are the unconscious patterns that you need to let go of? What are the unconscious belief systems that you need to let go of? What are the unconscious fears that you have that are holding you back from your greatest expression, right? What's that like unconscious deep down tape that's playing over and over? Like, who are you to step into that? Who are you? You know, it's like your greatest, most fulfilling thing ever. The thing that brings you the love and the peace all at the same time, right? The purpose, the peace, the love, the joy, the bliss, the life force all at the same time. And then there's this like unconscious thing. If you do that, you'll lose your family. If you do that, you'll be ostracized. If you do that, they'll kill you. It's really irrational. This is irrational territory. It is illogical, it is irrational, and it is a hard place to access. Most people will never access this place, but it is maneuvering us all of the time. It is moving the world around you all of the time. It is attracting certain people into your life. It is repelling certain people. It is attracting certain events, repelling certain events all of the time. We are constantly creating from that territory that is irrational, illogical, and we are very unconscious to it. But, <laughs> but that's the gift of this full moon lunar eclipse, right? That's the gift is it's lighting that up. We get to see more of that. We can bring more of that into consciousness. We can bring more of that into consciousness. Now, in order to get into the unconscious, we kind of have to take like a sneaky back door to get in there. Otherwise, it would be conscious, right? So you're going to want to figure out what can you do that will get you into the unconscious part of self? What can you do to get you beyond, you know, waking, you know, everything that you're aware of? How do you get into those deeper layers of self, right? Dream world. We can talk about that. A little bit, right? I am not a dream analyst. I am not a good like dream journeyer or I like that's not my realm, but that's some people's realm. That might be one doorway in for you. Shamanic journeying, very powerful right now, right? Any kind of guided journeys that take you into the unconscious territory. <clears throat> Eclipse. <laughs> Eclipse workshop medicine woman workshop <laughs> dark goddess workshop mother yeah that's a good one too um <laughs> those are just a few options my guess is also that in um, bones our membership my guess is we'll be going into this territory on the first of the month uh, it's just too the door is just too wide open um, and there's too many gifts so you might be like, why? I don't want to open this trap door, Sabrina. Like, what? What? No. There are so many gifts there because once those unconscious patterns get released, you want to talk about letting go. Like we talk about this full moon and it's letting go. But what you're letting go of are the things that you don't even know you're holding on to. What you're letting go of are unseen unconscious patterns. Like, why can't I get in a good relationship? Well, because there's a lot of unseen unconscious patterns. Unconscious belief systems, like you're not worthy, you don't deserve it, you're following in your parents' footsteps, you're never gonna have a good relationship that don't even exist. Whatever weird unconscious patterns are going on, like that's creating your reality and they have a lot of power. 
They have a lot of power. The more that we deny them, suppress them, hide them, try not to open that trap door, the more power we give them. Isn't that crazy? Also, we expend a lot of energy. So some of us, we feel like lifeless or like we don't have a lot of energy or a lot of vitality or a lot of aliveness. Some of us, we are working so hard. We are expending like 50%, I'm just giving random numbers here, 50% of our life force to keep the trap door shut. Like 50% of our life force to keep the doors closed on what we don't wanna see about ourselves. But it's already operating. One, you're wasting a lot of energy that you could be using to actually create the life that you love, right? So your weight and, and your, your health is diminishing and you only feel half alive and you know, you're not experiencing the joy that you could. Well, it's because half your energy is trying to keep yourself hidden <laughs> from yourself and the world because you think it's bad. This is, this is how intense this territory, this is how beautiful this territory is. Intense, yeah, but beautiful. Like, completely life-altering, mind-altering, body-altering, relationship-altering territory is, is this wrong. And it's completely illuminated. M many of us, though, we won't, we'll skim the surface. This is so deep. So a lot of people will think that this is eclipse is a non-thing. I'm telling you, a lot of people will go, this eclipse is a, is a non-thing. The, the other one was a lot more intense because it was on the relationship fucking axis. It was on a much more surface level axis, one that most of us can access more. Aries Libra, fuck self versus other, way easier to access than the unconscious realms. But there is so much here. There's so, I mean, when people come to me and they're like, wow, what would be most transformative for me? Shadow work? <laughs> Shadow work? Sabrina, what would, change my, what would change my life the fastest? Shadow work? <laughs> Not, not, just, not just to like release the ghosts and the skeletons that are haunting you, but to release the golden shadow, the gifts and the wisdom that's there. Like this is who you came here to be. There's a golden shadow. Your power, like your power, your genius, your unique genius, your soul's greatest expression is in there. That's in there too. It's in there. It's in there. It's, it's juicy terror. I know that I'm talking a lot about this, but this whole eclipse is about this. This whole eclipse is about it. So if there's anything that I can invite us to do during this eclipse, it's to create the space, make the choices to go deeper. However that is for you, whatever takes you deeper, right? Whatever it is that takes you deeper. Maybe you're a very powerful meditation practitioner. Maybe you're a very powerful tantric practitioner. Maybe you're a very powerful somatic embodiment practitioner, right? And those are the things that help you to get into the unconscious. Do it. Go for them. Maybe you're called to try something new, right? Go for it. Do it. Maybe you need a guide. Shadow work, it's crazy powerful to have a guide crazy powerful to have someone guiding you into that territory because it's territory that you're not accessing on a daily basis or it would be conscious it would already be conscious if you were able to access it right it would already be there so if there's anything i can share with you and i don't care if it's rewilding stuff right i don't care if it's the eclipse workshop or the shadow workshop or the medicine woman workshop or it's something else right but to make a choice during this time is a powerful choice. To go into this territory during this time, it's not just, oh, wow, this will affect me for the next week, right? It's like this will have a powerful, profound effect for years. For years. It's a destined, fated time. What we do during eclipse season is like 10x, like 10x that journey. You take a journey during a normal time when this like portal of fate and destiny is not open to this degree and the veils aren't this thing. Cool, you go X amount. You do it during here, 10 exit, like a 10, 20 exit, right? Yeah, um, and I share this just with like so much fucking love, right? Like I just want, I want us all to be able to shed the shit, right? To drop the karmic crap. The stuff that we don't know is holding us back. I've been working my tail off. My tail off. I've been terrified of some things that are starting to happen and rewilding. Right? It's just like expansion stuff. Like things are just are we just had a challenge, right? The three-day challenge. 18,000. Like eight 
18,600 women were in that challenge. Our, our biggest one before that was 13. To me, that's like, oh, 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 God, oh, God. <laughs> and I had to work through my own fears, hidden fears, shadow fears in this unconscious territory that previously limited that limit to that. Like, here's my limit. Here's the upper limits for not only myself, but for my team, for rewilding, for the community. Here's the upper limit. And I promise you, I know this to be so true. Had I not done that deep of shadow work, there's no way we would have gone from being able to hold a space for 13,000 women to over 18,000. It, it, it's a direct result of doing this work to, to, to let go of the energetic blocks, essentially, from a deep place of unconscious irrational, for me, it was fear, deep unconscious irrational fear. Yeah, 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 of, <laughs> let me feel, uh, who cares? It doesn't matter what my deep irrational fear was. It's like past lifey stuff, I'm sure ancestral stuff, whatever, it doesn't matter where it came from. Um, so that's why I share this, and that's why I'm like, I feel like I'm harping on it um, but I'm also trying to, in this, like, give you some different things to feel into to what might sing for you. You know, what might sing for you? What might support you through this eclipse? And, and yeah, the eclipse peaks on the 28th, but for another two weeks, we're in the eclipse portal. So don't hesitate. You know, if you're like, hey, I've got big plans this weekend. Like, I can't dive in. That's okay. Dive in the next week. You can even dive in the week after that, right? We've got this window that'll go for about two weeks after the peak of the eclipse. Of course, it's, it's more potent the closer to the eclipse, um, but, but don't hesitate to organize something, to line up something, to book into something, to rearrange your schedule, to just create more time and space for you to maybe just move your body Scorpio move energy through you remember that purification detox right move energy even if you're not conscious of what it is that you're moving maybe you just like I've had I mean I've had the craziest detox stuff going on and so every day I go and I sit in my belly energetically and just like all right I'm here with you what is it that is ready to be released just energetically in my belly Right, and of course it's showing up like crazy physical, um, but also very energetic. Um, okay, let me feel, I think we need to shift um, into talking about the feminine archetypes. So let's talk about the goddesses that are loud during this particular full moon eclipse. This is so beautiful to me. So we've got the sun is opposite the moon in a full moon eclipse, right? We've talked about this intensely the scorpio taurus axis right squaring them squaring squaring that's a challenging aspect is three three powerhouses three powerhouses are squaring them juno who is the closest to the square so this um lunar eclipse takes place at five degrees of taurus five degrees of taurus if you don't have your birth chart you want to look at that that can be very insightful. What house is this taking place in? So you want to pull up your birth chart, look at five degrees of Taurus. What is that house? It'll tell you the area of life that this eclipse is happening in. Could be really good. There's a free masterclass on it. If you haven't done that or you don't have it, we'll put the link below or up here. I don't know, wherever we put links. Um, but look for the free masterclass. It's how to run a free birth chart. It'll give you how to run a free birth chart. It'll tell you exactly how you can find the house that this eclipse is falling in. So if that sings to you, you can figure that out below. All right, let's talk feminine archetypal energies that are loud at this particular full moon. So we've got Eris who is on the North Node. Now, this isn't new. This has been going on for a while, um, but felt important to bring up, again, just to remind us all that Eris is aligned with the North Node and adding a little bit of 
truth bombing energy to this faded eclipse moment in time. So eclipses, full moon eclipses, again, they take us to that destiny point. They take us to the north node, south node, her being on the north node. It's like, here's the truth about what you're here for. Here's the truth. I don't care if it causes chaos in your life. I don't care if it causes discord. This is where you're evolutionarily headed. So something else you could do um, is look at where in your life there's been a little bit of chaos or where in your life there's been a bit of disruption or discord. That's oftentimes how she'll show up is disruption, chaos, discord. Where are things just like rubbing wrong or they're like, oh, I don't know. This isn't smooth. It's not smooth. That can be pointing to um, what needs to be cleaned up or seen or acknowledged or owned or accepted or integrated. Remember, this is a really shadowy time. Integration, integrating parts of self, seeing parts of self, integrating parts of self. Um, that can be something really beautiful to lean into is Eris. She's also a warrior goddess. So she's, she's, she's going to like fight for your soul. You know, she's, she's a truth defender and personally she'll just, she'll fight for your highest expression of self. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful archetypal energy. And I love that she's on the North node because it's kind of like, she won't let us get away with lying to ourselves. She won't let us get away with bullshitting ourselves. And, and this is interesting because also in the mix, right? Not necessarily in aspects to this eclipse, but Juno, goddess of marriage, contracts, going back to contracts, Juno is conjunct Black Moon Lilith, who is also conjunct Hecate, queen of the witches, right? Hecate, queen of the witches, crossroads, sees past, present, and future, right? Like she's a great archetypal energy at crossroads. This is a moment of a crossroad. It's a big ending, a big ending, endings, 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 very destined. It's a moment of crossroads. What are we going to let go of? Because the more that we can let go of that's not false, the more we'll be propelled into what is our next greatest expression of self. And so interestingly enough, looking at this Juno conjunct Black Moon Lilith, that's just like the point. I always consider this in astrology, the point of all the dark goddesses, right? Like point of all the dark goddesses and it's like fierce love fierce grace right like she does not care um the kind of pain that this will cause your ego this is what you need to see now it is time right it is time for you um, to let this go it is time for this contract to be done so it's an interesting time to look at contracts look at financial contracts think about that financial contracts investment contracts that's a financial access. So also with this uh, unseen in Scorpio, if we want to go to a more mundane level, it's a financial access. So this could be a time to review contracts the last time on this access. Are, is there anything around contracts in the unseen too? You can go like twin flame. You can go karmic relationships, sacred relationships. Like, are there some being formed? Are there some that you haven't been honoring? Are there some that are coming to an end? Are there some that are changing? What's come to completion that we can maybe honor around any kind of contracts, any kind of contracts, any kind of sacred contracts. So I love that Varuna and Juno mixing in with um, Black Moon Lilith, sorry, I had to check on the dog. He's up roaming around the room now. Um, check on Black Black Moon Lilith with Juno mixed in with Hecate, the crossroads, right? Um, lean into her oracle capacities, Hecate. Lean into, like, invoke witchy oracle capacities. The veils are so thin right now. I mean, really, you just sitting down lighting a candle and asking for Hecate to come in and just be like, Help me see what is my highest path forward. Imagine you're standing at a crossroads and you're looking and it's like, show me my highest path forward. What is my highest? This is scary. This is a scary meditation to do because many of us won't want to see. But you sit there, you get really real about it. You let like deep inner wisdom, you let visions come, right? And maybe you have to sit with this for days. Maybe it's not just like a 20 minute 
meditation. Maybe you do it to a shamanic drumming track. Maybe you do it right after the eclipse workshop. Maybe you go do the medicine woman that invokes Hecate. Medicine woman is Hecate, right? Queen of the witches. Maybe you go do that and then you sit with Hecate at the crossroads and you ask, what is my highest path forward? Show me my highest path forward. Reveal to me my highest path forward. And you got to be brave. You got to be brave because she'll be like, well, you're moving house, sunshine, right? You're, you're going to start traveling overseas. Like it is time for you to go. It is time for da, 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 right? All right. Um, my gosh, it has been an absolute pleasure to be here with you all. I wish you just like so much blessings. So the last thing that I'll kind of remind us of is Jupiter is on this moon. Jupiter's conjunct this full moon in Taurus blessings. Um, nourishment, body, think food, think simplifying, right? Thinks, I know I'm talking all this shadow, all this underworld stuff, but a way that you can really help yourself go even deeper is to look after your body during this, is to slow down, come back to the earth, Taurus, Venusian, self-care, right? Get really simple, get really earthy, get really grounded, right? Like, what are the things that can support my body, my physicality, Taurus, right? That will help me to release, that will help me to open up, that will help me to see these gifts that are waiting to be awakened in me during this eclipse time, that are helped like the steps forward on my soul path that are revealing themselves. How can I look after my physical self so that I feel safe? to see or to release or to purge or to purify. Safety is a big one. Safety is a big one. So if we can help ourselves to feel safe, our nervous systems to feel safe, our emotional bodies, our physical bodies to feel safe, we will oftentimes see much more, hear much more, be able to release much more and heal much more. Ah! All right, I love you all so much. In the comments below, I would love to hear Here's what I would love to hear. What are you releasing? What are you purging? What are you releasing? What are you letting go of as like a intention, right? So the team and I will hold the space of witnessing and just giving a little extra juju, which is just love. Like it's just like pouring on blessings and grace of like, witnessing you know we'll just we'll just write witnessing below and i'm always there for the first couple of days so if you want me in there maybe you don't i don't know sometimes there's a lot of juju that comes with that um but if you do leave a comment like as soon as you can because after a couple days the things move on and i've got a lot of other stuff that i have to do but i love hearing from you all i love witnessing your comments and i'd love to just pour a little bit of grace on whatever it is that you're kind of releasing purging purifying letting go of uh during this full moon eclipse all right i love you all so much and i will see you when i see you where i see you and how i see you Mwah.